0: Welcome to the Resilient AF Podcast. I'm Alex Fresh.
1: I'm Amelia Jackson. And I'm Bennett Nose. We believe everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and we're here to raise the vibration.
0: You'll hear stories of incredible resilience, manifestation, and what to do when you find that even resilience has a toll. Because a bitch is tired, honey. Cheers. Cheers. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. They're taking a shot. I never partake. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Why do you guys do that to yourselves? Get a proper chaser. I was. I always forget.
1: I literally always forget to bring a chaser.
0: I just need like a mini fridge. Oh God. With some mini chasers. We got to get back to doing the drink
1: of the day because these straight shots are are
0: not. It's giving ghetto. If I can just get like a bar in here, I'll be your bartender. Oh my God. This is like. That was not good. For the morning. It's gonna make you feel great. Yeah, my stomach's warm right now. Feel better. So yeah, it's that time of the morning. It's early. It's Good morning. morning, and want donuts. to. I feel like yeah. I brought you guys donuts. Thank you. And Amelia wants um, a maple one. Yes, please.
2: Are you gonna okay. tell how late I was? Are we gonna Are we gonna talk about are that? We, are we gonna dress that? Dress the elephant in the room. I was so fucking late. I forgot late. about it already. Well, <laughs> no,
0: and then but tell how I came to get you. So, well, first of all, Ben's car isn't working still, so Amelia yeah. had to go pick him up.
2: First, let's start with this. My I was listening to Software Underbelly when I was falling asleep last night. If you haven't listened to it on YouTube, it's great. You should definitely watch it. So, it killed my battery, okay? So, I had alarm set, everything, whatever. I wake up this morning, I roll over, and I look at my girlfriend and I go, "What?" And I'm <sighs> like, "Oh my god, I jump out of bed didn't even take my bonnet off. I still have my bonnet on as of right now. Um, Thank God I had lashes on. I brush my teeth like half ass, like very quickly. Forgot deodorant. I jump in the fucking car, okay? I'm driving at 80 miles per hour, praying to God that none of the police are seeing me do this. Okay, I'm driving like a bat out of hell to Bennett. And then finally, I'm like four minutes away. I call Bennett. I'm like, fucking tuck and roll. I don't know if you can tuck and roll into a car, but I need you to fucking Jesus. do it, Bennett.
1: She's like, literally, I'm three minutes away, make sure you're outside and jump in the car is this that serious and literally this girl listen there's three speed bumps going into my parking lot so people don't speed in and you would have like there was no speed bumps this morning this girl like Like,
0: dude if anybody was out there they would have been so mad they were like what the hell no literally this Ah! u-turns
3: and we're
1: gone gone i
0: was like get in loser we're going shopping yo i was gonna post that is so weird you say that I wore this. Oh. This sweatshirt. (laughs) It's a BMW car. It's like my car. Yeah. That has a Christmas tree on it. And I'm going to post it later and say, hop on, loser. We're going home. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's so cute. Oh God, that, I like. know.
2: I feel like it's always necessary to say that. Like
0: what? We never say that.
2: No, we like never thing- say it. But it's like when the moment is there, you have to say it. I love a good yeah. Mean Girls reference. Love Mean Girls. Favorite? is
0: this my favorite movie ever. It's yeah.
2: favorite. It's a movie. You know what? We should, our next episode, we should dress up like the Mean Girls, like that cute little slutty Christmas Me- outfit. You and Bennett. Oh my yes. gosh! and yeah. then we should do the dance because I know the dance. I know the dance too. I don't. We'll have to sh- teach you. It's easy. You. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that.
0: Yeah, Jingle Bell Rock. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yep. I'm So excited! Yeah. Well, well tell me what uh, I need to dress up in.
3: So I'll, I'll, I'll send. Okay. I'll send the what links. Do I yeah. Wear? I don't. You're have gonna wear a
2: Christmas. No, I'm gonna send you the links and we're gonna. Okay. That's what we're gonna wear. Okay. I've never yeah. worn a dress okay, or a skirt. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, there's I have a first Have you?
1: Yeah, I'd like. I love that just for role you. Playing skits, yeah. Stuff, yeah.
0: I love that. That's fun. That's fun. Oh, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to address the fact that I feel like we haven't been here for ages because last week we didn't do the podcast because Mister Bennett oh, got COVID. Gosh, he was I licking did. toilet seats in the airplane sidewalks. Look of something. that. Oh I do. No. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Get down and so, dirty. But, you know, we're we're back and we're better than ever, and none of us are sick. I don't think.
2: No. no, just and sick in the head, but we're yeah,
0: g- <laughs> we're glad to be back and we're going to do our peaks in our pits now. And okay. Bennett, you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah. So obviously my pit was COVID, but like the way that everything happened was insane. COVID was just a cherry on top okay. of all of yeah. the bullshit.
0: Yeah. You went through some shit mm-hmm. all in like two
1: and a half days. Yeah. So basically my ex moved out with the dogs.
2: Mm-hmm. So How long yeah, ago? Yeah.
1: That was like what?
2: Oh, took the dogs. Two
1: weeks ago. No, took the doggies. Okay. Less responsibility for you, though. They're his doggies. You feel me? Yep. Nope. Totally fine. um, You feel me? He took the doggies. Mm -hmm. And then I started my job at Amazon. And then on my way home from Amazon, my car broke down and didn't start. I was literally a block away from my house. Ugh. Did you have to push it? I had to push it. I literally had to, because I was... Filling it up with gas, oh, and no. then I went to start it, and it wouldn't start.
3: Oh, so like, no. that's fucked gas. up. You're like, wait, that can I get sucks. the money
0: back right. for the that's gas, completely please? What <laughs> the
1: fuck? Like, what the hell? So I had to push it to the side until the tow truck came. Push it most of the way, and some guy was like, "I could help you." Wait, so what about the tow truck? The tow truck came, picked it up, but like the you
0: had to pay for a tow truck a block away from your house. Yes. The fuck? yeah no that's fucked up i would have found some people to rally and push push my goddamn car oh my god that
1: would have been a lot of turning though out of the gas station that happened you know after a while i go home and i'm like let me go to sleep and watch some tv Watch a tv so while i'm watching tv Mm -hmm. shut off
0: what were you watching cable off
1: i was watching like a murder like what is it called like a murder mystery
0: like in the middle of you watching it it shut off yes what the hell
1: so then I'm like whatever. I will use my hotspot to yeah, yeah. You know, watch TV. My phone gets shut off. The fuck! Uh, while I'm watching, <laughs> Ben, why, watch. why are
0: your bills being shut off? Why are your because shit being I, shut I off?
1: didn't have a job. Oh. unemployment ended, and I didn't have a job or income. For, oh my like, god! See, at that, okay,
2: it's like one thing after another. At that point, I would yeah. have started walking Aurora. But
1: anyway, I'm like still trying to do Amazon. Still yeah. Like I'm, now, I'm Ubering to Amazon, yeah. which costs money. That costs
2: money right there. Yeah. How do you not know oh, bust no. it? That's, That's like a two-hour ride. Hour or yeah. something that's true, that's true you know Time's i'll just money. bus
1: one way yeah until my car plus you sticks.
2: might get a needle stuck in you by accident fuck, I, or something yeah, that's okay that's, that's fun that's a fun fuck. tuesday yeah. morning well, i'm from the east coast so like yeah. I, I
1: grew up using yeah tra- like public transportation I up 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 using so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Not that.
3: And then
1: I'm like, oh my god, I feel so sick because when I got to Amazon, yeah, I noticed people were wearing masks at a warehouse and shit. So I noticed people were wearing masks. So I'm like, let me put one on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find out I caught COVID there. Oh yeah. Went to urgent care because I'm like, I have strep throat. I have to call out of work. Yeah. During my first week at work. Right. Let me get a doctor's note. Yeah. They'd run the test, and then all of a sudden they're like, you have COVID. I was like, oh shit. That's, that's so and I'm, like, I'm sorry for my language and yeah. He was like no you just found out you had COVID like <laughs> that
2: is fucked yeah, insane so and that- you but also you need to preference this by saying you have had how many shots for COVID like three or four how many
0: times have you had COVID twice yeah so it's all How bullshit. do you get it, though, bullshit. if you have it the shot. Every year it changes. Every see, then year what's the, the point of getting changes. the shot? Because they want you to keep... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because you can get the flu shot. You can still get the flu. We're good, then. We're, We're good. just yeah. not taking the shots yeah. shot. anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. The shot. yeah, no, no, no. Me and Amelia didn't take the shot. No,
2: I don't have it. I've right. never been vaccinated. I know there's people
0: that are like, don't have sex
1: with people that have the yes. vaccine. Dude, the mm. people yeah. who have the vaccine oh can affect people who don't.
2: Well, did you see that they're now paying like $5,000 for men for their sperm who do not have the vaccine? Why are they doing that? See, it that's like telling stopped. me like maybe we shouldn't get
0: the it, vaccine. Well, obviously, I knew not to get the vaccine before the vaccine was announced.
1: I feel like my vibration is so high that it's not penetrating you. It, maybe the maybe while I went through all this shit, that's yeah. because of the fucking vaccine, like yeah. well, <laughs> but, you know, like <laughs> well, vibrations. I love. Who knows what the long term effects are though? I know. So hopefully I don't grow another arm. Or I mean,
2: that'd be so fucking
1: cool if you had another arm though. <laughs> that'd slap be you so, three times.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Just get COVID tatted on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my
3: COVID hand. All right. <laughs>
1: That was my uh, pit, but like the peak is through it all—the breakup and all the shit that's happening—and working at Amazon. I just feel like this year has definitely humbled me 100%. Like, yeah, I went from like my dream job. I put so much work, so much work into radio. Moved here for. Moved here for it, and you know, I say fired. Fired. Let they go. Say, they say,
0: like they say, they say, they say, they like to say that you got that's laid off. Laid off that's a very polite way to say it. Yeah. I like to say fired because yeah. that's what it is right people who get fired don't like to say fired. they like to say let go and yeah. i'm like i got fired
2: i mean it is what it is that's what happened and yeah. i feel
1: like amazon isn't like the fanciest job for those like a lot of people get laid off on radio and mm-hmm. they don't want to go into a quote-unquote normal job yeah and yeah like people were telling me like yo you might have to get like a regular debt yeah.
2: job yeah
1: and it took me a while to to
2: be okay with that to be
1: okay with that but like it's truly humbling and it's not forever it's well, not forever either it, you know and uh, i think that that's humbling in itself like you know like, but
3: i
2: don't think it's like regular degular like i think at the end of the day like it's a fucking paycheck and if that's what you got to do you got to do it you know and like because the people that are saying like oh like he went from radio and now he's doing this like fuck off you're not paying my fucking bills bro right. you like,
0: know what Evan went from the radio to doing DoorDash right. willingly.
1: I think it just speaks volumes on where we used to
0: work. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm
1: getting paid more at Amazon than I did at iHeart and yep. I worked for 10 years yeah. in radio. And see? dude, let
0: me tell you how hard Bennett worked at that station. Yeah. He got shit on after getting shit on after mm-hmm. getting shit on. Mm-hmm. Getting paid shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yep. All to get fired. And then to go work at Amazon to get paid more.
2: Yeah, see? Right. This is not a regular regular job. This is an amazing job. It's an amazing opportunity. You may meet people that you never would have met otherwise. And there's a reason for and, it. And there's a reason for it. And it's opening doors for you right now. And it gave you the opportunity to be okay with the fact that you and your partner are breaking up mm-hmm. like you would not be okay if you did not have this job yeah. right so yeah, exactly it's a good thing
1: and i just feel rejuvenated and yeah. i like looking forward to the future yeah i say this right now because i was busy being a resilient king and i just want to document the bounce back like you go through shit and
0: hell yeah yeah yeah. i love that and that's what resilience is you go through really really tough situations and you don't let it hold you down you know like you don't feel sorry for yourself you don't let it hold you back you just look forward to the future and keep going and And that's exactly who you are absolutely i love you and just do some protection spells Mm -hmm. yes just protect your damn energy
1: yeah let me know you gotta put me on with the protection
0: yeah i
2: love that for you what's good with you amelia Um. All right, so I'm going to start off with my pit. I'm going through a legal situation, and basically I was put into a position where I had to choose between invalidating the fact that I was in a DV situation or take hush money. And by the way, the hush money was really fucking embarrassing. It was not good.
0: Wait, when was this? This This
2: was like a couple days ago. So
0: what the... Why is he offering you money to not talk about your experience?
2: Because
0: there was an eval that needed
2: to be taken. I'm I'm not gonna say exactly what it was, Mm -hmm. but there was an eval that needed to be taken. It was assigned to us and I took the eval, Mm -hmm. okay? Paid almost $6,000 for this eval three days before fucking Christmas. I have two children, okay? I had to pull money out of my ass. You know how many asses I had to suck for that money? (laughs) Literally. And this person did not want to take this eval.
0: Which is psychotic
2: yes um in didn't want to take it yeah when and it was then court ordered pretty much. much i'm like how did
0: he get out of that first don't of all?
2: fucking know the don't hell? fucking know it's been a year now since i've taken that mm. and now it's come back up because this person needs to get out of a certain like domestic violence class in order to you know in order to graduate they need to take this eval okay doesn't want to take it so wants to give me hush money in order for i'm sorry us to just let it go what what yeah and it's not even good hush money. No. The money, I'm just kind of like, first off, it's making me feel like I didn't actually get abused. If I take this money, like, it's making me feel okay. like. It's just like a fuck you type of thing. So, But then my other option is to go to court, fight that this person needs to take this eval and I could possibly get told by the judge, no, then I'm not only out of money because I'm paying my lawyer, but then I'm also kind of embarrassed low key because the judicial system is so fucked up when it comes to DV situations. They have you standing right next to this person. So it's not like it would be over Zoom or like them just talking to me saying no. No, 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 no. It's right in front of my abuser that they're telling me no
0: too. But still, what is it worth for you? Maybe to... Possibly go there and get your way, right? Yeah. Or the other way, which if you think about it, who fucking cares? Like, because yeah. if you win, you win. Yeah. You know, and odds are you probably are going to win.
2: You know what, though? The is
0: it, It's going to cost more money.
2: Than- oh, it's going to cost way more money than I'll even get with the hush money. Like, it's going to cost so much fucking money. Wait, so then
0: what is next up Then all of this? Does he not have to get it? Or like, what is this? Possibly.
2: I don't know. I'm at the point where I kind of just shut down a little bit. And I'm just like, do I take the hush money? Do I go to court and possibly have to pay another 5k to my lawyer? Honestly, like. I don't know what to do. Do whatever
0: the hell you want, but my intuition Mm -hmm. right now is screaming at you is saying, do not take the money and really,
2: and just go to court. Because if you
0: think about it, who fucking cares? Like you're not gonna have to deal with him your whole life. Yeah, you won't. And honestly, if you lose, who fucking cares anyways? It's not in the world. Yeah, you tried. I mean, yes, it's having to see him Mm -hmm. and all of that, but it's like being able to overcome those emotions, not let somebody else affect you like that anymore.
2: And it it sucks because I don't want to say that. And I know that these weirdos fucking listen to this podcast. I know, I know (laughs) they do. I know they do, especially the partner of that person. Yeah, fucking weirdos. And it's not that that person affects me. It's the fact that my PTSD is actually really fucked up. Like it is fucked up still to this day, you know? And it's like, I just don't know if I want to be even put in the same vicinity as that person. And be told no. Because I don't I even mean, like the word no. Like, I'm hardly told it, to no be honest. For me, means
0: numerous opportunities. <laughs> That's so
2: true. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, you,
0: you do have a child with this person, and you are going to have to deal with them for a little bit longer. So it's mm-hmm. like, fight it you know i know like, I I, you should fight because it in my situation in court i have been the one to be like i don't want to fight it i just want to end i'll take yeah. this i'll take this yep. and like every fucking other person is like don't do that yeah fight it yeah fight it. and i'm like god every fucking person but mm-hmm. when you're in the situation you're like i don't want to i just no, want to be done. i just
2: want it to be peaceful like i don't yeah, want I any do more too, issues i'm so fucking over the issues because it's like i'm dealing with a baby mama at this point dude, like I would, I am a so bitter ass baby mama i don't have to deal with that you're no. so lucky bennett you're so lucky too like you need to watch who you lay down
1: with. No, for it real, is I, so true. Oh, You absolutely 100%. Mm-hmm. Holy
0: shit. Yep. Thank God I didn't have a child with no. one of my last. Yes, seriously. I couldn't even imagine. I, it would be your situation, Amelia. Mm-hmm. And my, yep. I have two two children. No, two but it'd be dads. worse than my it situation because
2: your person has yes. money. Yep. My person's a broke ass Woo! bum I'm so who, glad doesn't, who relies on their partner uh-huh. to pay for shit. Yours actually has fucking money. No, so that fair. would be scary.
0: Thank God. And I have two baby dads and no issues. So I would, I would hate that. And that's the thing is I have two baby dads. One of the two I'm cool with. Yeah. I'm great with like if
2: the common denominator was me in this situation, like I have issues with both of them. Then I'd be like, you know what? Mm. I'm the bitter baby mama. Like Mm. I've got some shit I got to work out, but I don't have issues with both of them. I have issues with one
0: of them. So I've heard a lot of stories and I can tell you that you are not the common denominator. Thank you. I (laughs)
2: appreciate that. But anyway, so that's my um, pit. I'm kind of just dealing with that right now. Um, My peak though. So because of all of that, my vibe vibration is just kind of low, yeah. you know, it's, it's been like that. And I think the weather too has kind of been fucking sure. me up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's just not great. Um, but I got my hair done and honestly, okay. I know that sounds so like stupid, but taking time to do self care and like making yourself feel pretty, it helps so fucking much. Like I feel like such a bad bitch mm. just because my hair got done. Well, your hair's on a bonnet. What did you do to it? I got some tracks put in, Okay, you know, okay. I got some tracks. I yeah. I got a little, Who did I got you, some did you inches. Go? my sister oh, she, oh yeah oh shit. yeah you know she's good okay, so she's okay. fucking good
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you know honestly Emily, like you it's get for your hair done too? i did i got like a half an inch cut off more than i normally do yeah so it's definitely shorter because I have short hair, but no, I know. No, but it looks healthy and it. it looks thick like, yeah, because it, you I, did that. I do have thick hair though. Yeah. But I
2: love it. It's already grown out a It's bit. giving Posh Spice. Oh. Spice oh. Girls? Yes. Oh, oh Victoria? Yes. 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 Like the baddest bitch out of all of them. Love I love Sporty, but yeah, her so too. Cool.
1: You, you sure, look, and look so handsome. handsome. Yeah, you thank you. Thank you. I didn't get a haircut. I haven't gotten a haircut in like, oh my gosh, it's been a while. It's because I've just been going through shit. Yeah. Yeah. We have bills that we have to pay yeah. right, before getting it's
0: the haircut too so yeah and barbers are costing like 60 80 mm-hmm. a head. for sure and yep. men need haircuts like mm-hmm. every week and a half i feel like it yeah. is
2: yeah
1: every two weeks so yeah i just feel so much better
0: yeah Good. see yeah, it looks bomb get getting your, your hair done. done okay yeah look self-care. at us all with new haircuts we do, do. that yeah new this. Yes. exactly yes bro though it's something about the hair because every time i get my hair done i feel better and it's not like that with other self-care that i do but no not at all for sure makes you feel better so okay um we're just rambling now yeah not about Peek hair peaking pit um <laughs> are you done i'm done Okay. yeah i'm good so my pit is i just haven't been feeling like the best lately because i didn't want to get divorced you know and i'm going through that so had mediation recently did not come to an agreement which sucked because i really wanted to i was really hoping and i thought we were going to and we didn't but just having to deal with that energy and like those emotions have been really hard because i'm heartbroken mm-hmm. like I'm so fucking heartbroken, like I've been really missing, but it's not reality like of what it was, right? So it's like, my therapist talks to me about what the situation was and how it wasn't actual like true reality for life. Yeah. So it's not who I thought it was. And so it's like, I miss what I thought it was, but, I've just been feeling down and like I don't really suffer from depression but I feel like maybe mild depression and it doesn't like it just is sadness really. Have you suffered with this before? Do you think it's situational have, yeah. right now? It is situational and I have mm-hmm. felt it before. Yeah. Um and it doesn't usually last like a long time in my life. Yeah. Like it'll whatever, but I've been definitely going through it. I think that a lot of people don't
2: understand what you're going through is really fucking hard alex like, yeah and
0: it's like i wish i could just talk about what happened in the whole story but i just cannot yet right now for legal reasons and it was very painful yeah okay <laughs> it was very painful very unexpected painful ending mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. but my peak and my pick kind of go into one and real quick before i start my peak i have two peaks and i want to say that my daughter turned 18 this Last week, I love that for her. Oh, so I have an adult daughter, and I'm so excited. I'm more excited than she is. Yeah, which is insane she's because a Alex
1: looks like
2: an
0: 18 year old herself. herself. No, seriously, well, like, obviously yeah. Obviously, she's almost daughter, but you yeah. look like an 18 year old yeah. herself. I feel 18, so that's cool. Yes, I mean, go Amazing. me. Amazing, go you. Like and both
1: of you being moms, yes, young moms. So fun. Like I feel like one, it's like really tough because you're a baby raising a baby. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's like dope because. Look look at you. You already raised your baby and like... You still, you're still younger, self. Yep. Yeah, you, you feel me?
2: No, you can tell the difference between kids that have been raised by actual adults that, like, you know, have been married and, like, you know, that have the typical story. Yeah. And then you can tell the children that were raised by us teens <laughs> because those motherfuckers are resilient. Uh, okay, let me tell you because they were growing with us. Yeah. We were dead ass not even. We were nowhere near. Nobody should have let us have children at me that age. Me and Amelia both got pregnant at seventeen. Yeah i don't know how my child's alive to be honest she's 11 years old yours is 18. how the fuck did we do this i
0: mean i i know how mine was alive because i just i was ready to be a mom you know like i was yep let's do this i didn't try to get pregnant i wasn't you know wanting to get pregnant yeah but when i did get pregnant i'm like fuck yeah i'm gonna be a mom oh let's go and she was really i didn't you loved it oh i loved it i was ready i was like from Uh, a child Really? I wanted to be a mom. Like I loved babies like my whole life. It's like a nurturing, I don't know, it's weird, but super ready to be a mom. Yeah. Loved it. She was by my side. She was my ride or die her whole life. Yeah. Um, I didn't go out in my twenties. Like, I mean, my twenties were with my daughter. Really? Yeah. So I'm See, like now she's grown. I have my eleven year old. He's yeah. at the time of his dad's and I'm like, fuck. I'm so ready to by myself yeah. for the first time in my adult life. Yeah, yeah for sure. Six years left. To just finally like not have any responsibility mm-hmm. for children. Yeah. But I can't wait. And no more uh, for me. Which is amazing. That's amazing. And then, okay, so my other peak is, so I've been feeling down, right? Because that situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really need some healing. I'm a healer, but yeah. you know, healers need healing too. And I have this girl that hit me up like a while back. She's a past life regression therapist. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit her up and I'm going to do this. So I had a two hour session with her and She's actually going to be our guest today. I'm so excited to have yes. her on because the experience was amazing. And I'm going to tell you what happened in my experience. If you don't know what past life regression is, basically, the therapist will guide you and walk you through to get to like a, a sedative state where you're just very relaxed. And a lot of people will be hypnotized. And some people remember the entire thing. Some people will not remember anything, but it's recorded. You can hear everything. You can see it all. And then you just find out stuff about your past lives or whatever your guys need to tell you, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, started off this session, and okay, so I actually am certified in past life regression, but I don't do it to people. I do it to myself, but it's different when it's guided by somebody else because it, you know she asks questions and she you know it's just, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you lay down, close your eyes, and she talks you through how to get very relaxed, and then it was just the whole fucking time, you guys. I was crying. I was laying down on my back, and so it was just like the tears were just streaming down to the back of my head, mm-hmm. basically. When I got done, the back of my hair was like freaking soaked pretty much like oh, all wet really? from it. because when I would stop crying, like immediately start crying again, I could not help it. I was like, because I'm broken, mm-hmm. you know, like just my heart is broken, like sad. And I knew I needed this healing. So basically at the end of the session, I felt a lot better and I could tell that I had healing and I learned a lot. And if you want to hear what happened in my past life regression story, then you're going to have to listen on Wednesday. Cause I'm going to tell the whole story what happened and You'll find out then. You're such a little tease. Yeah. My yeah. goodness. So we on Wednesday for that. Special episode this week. I love but that. Yeah, that's it for the pit and the peaks. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is the pit and the peak so hard to say sometimes? I don't You know what? It, I feel like I'm having a stroke half the time.
2: I fucking say it. <laughs> no, dead ass, because I'm like, pit, peak, peak, key, peak, peak, hit. Yeah. Pit. yeah like, like, okay, anyways. P
0: and P. Okay, so before we begin, the Resilient Story, I want to address the audio quality is not going to sound like it normally does because, well, I'm just going to blame the shadow of Mercury in a retrograde period. But yeah, something had to happen in between when we recorded and the guest recorded. So we apologize for that. But you can thank Mercury. All right, it's now time for the Resilient Story. And please welcome our guest, Daily. Hello. Hey, K-A-Y-L-E. Oh, I right. Think Did I, I get I, that right? And yeah. I follow you on Instagram.
4: Oh, yeah. You really do. I think so. Yeah. So Pretty cool.
0: Yeah, she does past life regression therapy and. I got a session yesterday, Ben just got a session and Amelia needs a session. Incredible. It's like everybody needs a session, yeah. but I'm going to hand the mic over to Daly and she's going to explain to you what that means and what she does. And she's going to tell us a resilience story as well. And, you know, we don't even actually know what the resilience story is. So yeah. I'm excited. Usually we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a pop quiz for her and for us now. So,
4: yeah. So probably my resilience story and the way that I got into all this are going to be one and the same. Um, my first daughter was stillborn about 10 years ago, and I, I had known. I got the diagnosis when I was 20, 20 weeks, 20 weeks pregnant, mm-hmm. and so I had some time to prepare, which I felt was a huge blessing. I was able to just kind of tap into and be very intentional about what it was that I wanted my motherhood journey to be like, even though. I knew that she wasn't going to be with me for very long. Um, and she ended up, I had her at about 31 weeks. Um, I just went into one of my weekly appointments and they told me that her heart was no longer beating. And the whole experience with having to be induced and going to the hospital was obviously very traumatic. And I, moving through all of that, I think I just had a lot of opportunities to decide what was my life meant to be? You know, what is life all about? And if I, if I were lucky enough to get pregnant again and have another child, what would I want that to be like? You know, why would I put myself at the risk of possibly losing another child? You know, now it's very real in my life that children die. Sometimes parents bury their children. It's, it's just a part of motherhood. But I decided, I kind of woke up one day actually when I was pregnant with her and I, I had had this thought going through my head for a couple weeks of why did I get pregnant on this cycle? You know, like in my head, like, I just thought (laughs) the only reason it was happening was because I don't know, I happened to get pregnant that month. Um, and I realized that I was really wishing her away. Like I'd wanted to be a mom for so long and here I had the opportunity and it didn't look the way I wanted it to. And I was like, Oh, I don't want it anymore. You know, I really became aware of what I was actually saying and thinking and like wishing into existence. And I was like, no, that's not true. I'm so happy to be a mom right now. And so from that moment forward, I just embraced what I was given. A lot of moving through the pregnancy, knowing I wasn't gonna be able to keep her, was, was understanding how I wanted to spend a little bit of time that I had with her, um, and then thinking again, if I got pregnant and I was blessed enough to be a mother like long-term in this lifetime, what would I want that to look like? You know, and and a lot of it for me was like not working 40 hours a week so that I could have my child being taken care of by someone else for 40 hours a week. I just Mm. was really just sitting with what motherhood is, is like, honestly, in our society. It just really led me down this, this path, this, I don't know, rabbit hole of what am I doing here? And like what actually makes me happy? Like what, What is my intention every day when I get up? Um, And the other thing was the love that I experienced through recognizing that she had chosen me and I had chosen her. Mm -hmm. I was so happy to have had that experience, even though I had to bury her. You know, it's like the question, is it better to have, Loved and lost than to have never loved at all, and it's absolutely oh, yeah. me to have loved and lost. I would there's never a time I wouldn't go back in time and and not choose her, not choose that experience. I would I would do it again in every lifetime. And actually, since then, I've realized that that this isn't the first lifetime that we've done that together. We've actually done that a lot. It's been a very important part of um, my own journey and my my growth as a soul mm-hmm. and and my motherhood journey, which is. A big part of kind of what I've come here to to embody and to teach about, and so I guess in a nutshell, that would be my resilience story and kind of how I got into all of this. Okay. Um, so yeah, you said first, right? Mm-hmm. And did you have any more kids? Yes. So I had four since then. Oh but, wow! Yeah, wow. and and I I just I always have these full circle moments. Um, when I first moved to Washington State. Um, I came from Tennessee, that's where I had my first daughter. And I would go to this beach a lot, just like a lot of like mourning and grief there at, at the ocean. It's so healing to be out in nature in general, just to be connecting, but the water, especially for me, it's very healing. And I would go there and I would like jog and, you know, just like take it all in. It's very healing. And I actually, I had a chance to go back there four or five months ago. And I went with my, uh, she was like seven months old at the time. I went with my seven month old and I just, I had this like out of body experience where I like went and sat down on this bench with him and like, I could like see myself in my mind's eye walking down the beach 10 years ago, mourning my first daughter. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm getting emotional because I just had this, this experience where I was like, that version of me wasn't conscious of it, but I always knew I was going to get to this point where I had four babies later, just sitting on the bench, like thankful to her and to my first daughter for everything that we went through so that I could bring my happy and healthy you know, seven-month-old with me to the beach just to mm-hmm. hang out and feel close to my first daughter and, and that version of myself who at the time had no idea that it was going to get better. It was like I always knew yeah. it in my heart and my soul, but in the physical it, you know, certainly didn't appear that it was ever going to get any better, so. Anyway. That experience definitely made you the mother you are, for
1: sure, you know.
0: It's very powerful. So, I mean, a lot of women experience fertility issues and stories likewise to yours, and you sharing your story is going to resonate with a lot of women, so thank you, honestly, for sharing that. That was, I mean, that's, that's got to be heartbreaking, but how you explained it is, like, the healing that you, like, that you came out of it, made sense in a way that was like, oh, like I felt that.
2: So you said that you guys chose each other. How did that, what
4: do you mean by that? Yeah. So I, again, this took years for me to to figure this out after I um, lost her, but Mm -hmm. I've had lots and lots of like visions and dreams and just this understanding since then about the fact that I've had other lifetimes where I carried her. I've actually never birthed her in any lifetime and like, gotten to keep her she's always chosen to come in to give me this lesson of an opportunity to understand what what motherhood just the epitome of motherhood it's always an opportunity for me to really understand what my meaning of motherhood is so do you
2: when you say that like and i know there's no like perfect mother I know, mm-hmm. you know even the best mother sometimes we're a hot mess but do you when you say that she taught you do you think that it was kind of to like perfect you a little bit for because you said you have four children now do mm-hmm. you think it kind of helped you now as a mother like you learned things and
4: I don't know how to like yeah. explain that no that makes sense um I think a lot of it was moving through dark experiences mm-hmm. so that at some point I was I would be able to actually truly appreciate the the lighter experiences and a lot of my my journey as a mother in this lifetime has been realizing that human motherhood is a hot mess it's not meant there is no it's not all love and light like we come here to be all the things we are creation like we are doing that in a literal physical sense and it's chaos creation isn't perfect and ordered and beautiful and light and feels good all the time. Creation is a mess and learning, you know, that I wasn't supposed to come here and do it all right. And perfect. Like, and in my experience, my first daughter's name is Kennedy. My experience with Kennedy was very much that sometimes Mm -hmm. I I mean, babies die. I mean, it's awful. It's so hard. You know, it's just like the energy of that. It just, people just cringe to hear it. Of course, understandably so. But, That's just the reality of it. And then, you know, so many of the other day-to-day parts of motherhood are a similar energy. Of course, not quite the magnitude of that, but it's hard. You know, sometimes parents yell, sometimes kids get mad, sometimes people judge you, sometimes judge yourself. Like, it's just all a part of being a mom on earth. Do you think that, like,
2: losing Kennedy made you kind of appreciate motherhood a lot
4: more now with your... Yeah. children that are physically here. Yeah. The appreciation and also just being able to make decisions very intentionally. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really parent my children or create a dynamic in my family that, that like follows a lot of like the mainstream, like yeah. norms and narratives mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and just, um, homeschooling okay. and, um, the way that i you know, talk to them and discipline sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And even just little things like cloth diapering or Letting him sleep in the bed and things of that nature. But I'm just so intentional about, you know, what I'm doing and and why I'm doing it. Um, I went to school actually, funny enough, I got three degrees in human development. So like before my whole awakening, I was like dedicated all of my 20s to going to school and learning all about how humans develop, like the natural way, like us as mammals right at the most like instinctual and primal. like without like, I don't know, capitalistic society getting (laughs) in the way or whatever, right? Um, And so, yeah, just figuring out what I want to do and and how I can achieve that and why I'm doing it has been a really important part of my journey. Very well said.
1: At the time, because, you know, it was very difficult. And did it take you a while to learn that lesson afterwards? And like, where did you find that strength to carry on and, you know, to carry on and actually be able to, you know, fully learn about that. Like how
4: long was it after until you had another child? I mean, I had a lot of grief and sadness and depression for quite a while. I and mean, I felt like I was in bed for the better part of six months after I had her. And I blessed and fortunate that I, just the way that things worked out financially and like the other parts of my life, I was able to just take time and, and heal. Um, and that was probably a big driving force in me not wanting to like work like a traditional job and go back to like the nine to five. And all also, right. I just was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. I, I really enjoyed being able to just like sleep and mourn. Right. Or just like sit around the house or do whatever I wanted totally. to do because I just, I didn't feel like getting up and functioning in society. You know, like you were
0: listening to your body.
4: Yeah. I just, I, I trusted that and I allowed it. Um, and I think that, a lot of the acceptance piece of what I had went through with her and like really being able to integrate that was just really sitting in stillness. Like I allowed myself to just be sad. You know, I didn't force myself. If someone asked me to go to lunch, I didn't just do it because I felt obligated or, Oh, it's so rude not to or whatever. I just sat with it. Like you said, I just allowed, I listened to my intuition and it feel like that really helped the process of understanding what, I was, why did I choose that? Like, why did we go through that? You know, what was the purpose of that? And being able to integrate that in a meaningful way moving forward, which for me, you know, that's kind of what resilience is, is all about, mm-hmm. making meaning and being able to like apply it to the future and like still see, have some hope or something to move towards, so. Daily, I love you, because yeah. you ask all <laughs> of our guests what resilience means to them, and you just did it, you just already answered it. You just yep.
0: did my job, you know, uh, easier for me. <laughs> But uh, I want you to talk about
4: your job now. So how long have you been doing it? What is it called? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. And all the fun things. Yeah, I guess I consider myself a quantum healing practitioner. Quantum is just, I don't know, kind of an abstract term for energetic. I don't know. It's like healing that takes place, not in the physical, but like somewhere else, like outside of yourself in the quantum field. In a nutshell, I, I help clients, um, get into a relaxed enough state that they can connect to their own guidance and their higher self, whatever's important to them inner child, whatever they are able to bring through what's important for them. I'm also, um, able to, to, to read people's energy. And so I can tap into past life stuff or higher self stuff or whatever, but it's so much more meaningful when people are able to tap into it for themselves. Um, and I've been doing it for about three, three or four years now. I, I had always felt like I was supposed to be doing something on earth that was like different from what I was like doing in the moment, like the, like the 3D, like just moving through. Well, I have a job and I make money and then right. I go on vacation sometimes, <laughs> like that's nice and I'm enjoying it and I feel blessed. But you know, I got all these degrees, I got a bachelor's and master's and a PhD and then I taught online and I drove for Uber for years because I was like, I don't really want tenure. Yeah. That's too much work. Who wants to do all that? It sounds awful. <laughs> um, And so I I was trying to like figure out, you know, use my degrees that I I could have like bought a whole entire house instead of getting these degrees. But anywho, I used them for a little while and I drove for Uber. That just felt like very like I don't know, there's a lot of freedom. It was nice to like chat with like one person for a little while and then they left. And like, I didn't, I don't know, stuck with them all day or whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know, co-workers, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, I, th- there is something else I'm supposed to be doing. Like, what is it? I love Uber, but it's it's not driving people around my car all day. So yeah. can we figure it out here? And someone, in like, one of my soul awakening groups posted something, um, it was a Dolores Cannon video mm-hmm. talking about the three waves of volunteers. And I was like, oh I've never heard of this my ego has hurt a little I was like I feel like I know a little bit about like a lot of different stuff and I'd never heard about the waves of volunteers I'm like what is this what is that <laughs> waves of volunteers yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. Dolores Cannon um she's like one of like the pioneers she's like Ooh. the OG past life regression okay <laughs> person well, she's no longer living unfortunately yeah oh, she passed wow. yeah um and she so she did something similar to what I do or I suppose maybe I do something similar to what she did anyway and um, she was having a lot of consistent information coming through her clients um, about basically past lives. She accidentally regressed someone back. She she just discovered it like on on accident, um, and they were, like went back into like a different lifetime entirely. And then she started having people, a lot of people who were talking about um, ET um, abduction experiences, aliens, all this type of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then a lot of people were, were talking about lifetimes. They remembered like when they were at source, whatever that means for everyone, um, when they were on a different planet and then realizing that there was essentially like a call, like a universal call, um, for other beings to come and and help earth because earth was struggling humans are having a hard time down here mm-hmm. and so yeah so this that's what this video was all about and I, I just knew immediately I was like oh my gosh this is the thing this is what I've been waiting for yeah and so I you know got the course the course I put it on a credit card because that was the life I was, I was like yes just charge that right <laughs> now <laughs> well, so I have all this other student dead anyway who cares yeah like within three or four weeks of seeing clients and I had the rest is history I've actually I took another certification that allowed me to do um sessions online particular about people not being able to do sessions remotely. And I've always respected that. I never used her method and her scripts to do anything via Zoom. But I, I really felt like for me, like being a single mom, I was like, I need to, I need the flexibility of like remote, mm-hmm. you know, I've done sessions for clients all over the world. And it works. It's, it yeah, works. it's amazing. It's, it's, it works. I, you know, I have like a caveat about, okay, if the connection goes down, you know, this is what we do. And, you know, you'll just come back out of your out of your trance what do you feel like is better do you feel like in person is better
2: or do you feel like it works just as good both ways
4: it really works just as well um to do them remotely but That's i just good. tell clients that they have to do whatever they feel called to do yeah you know yeah. and if someone is really insistent about wanting an in person i if they happen to be local sometimes we talk about it but it's really never worked out for me to okay. actually do i've done some in-person sessions um but like since I've really had my business up and running, yeah. I just tell people that whatever they feel called to do is probably what they should do. Really? So, okay. Yeah. okay, can you explain the different types of like when people go into regression or like like kind of like what I did yesterday and yeah. those two other people would do? Mm-hmm. So I, I have this like spiel that I usually give at the beginning of my sessions. And I basically tell people that there's like three Generally, there's like three different types of experiences to have. So the first one is people have really intense visuals or they they very clearly hear like um, auditory information. Um, They're in a very deep level of trance. Um, When they come out of the session, they usually don't really remember anything. And they're like, oh, my God, did I fall asleep? I'm so embarrassed. Like, was that like 10 or 15 minutes? Should we try again? And I'm like, it was two hours, actually. Great. Like, here's the recording. Um, they're in a very deep level of trance. People in the the next category, sometimes they'll still get some visuals and hear some things, but their conscious mind is still at least somewhat present. And so they're able to interact a little bit. Sometimes they like to interfere a little bit. <laughs> I'm like leaving and relaxing and like going very deep. That was um, me. Mm-hmm. That was definitely me. Yeah. That was yes. me too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Again, and <laughs> even the visuals in that type of experience, they're a little bit more removed. It's like in your mind's eye, you can call something up, but like, it's not like you close your eyes and you. but It's like a m- movie being played on like the back of your eyelids. It's like a little bit more removed, but you can still repeat what you're seeing and what you're hearing. Why is that? Because I feel like is it
1: because your your conscious is stopping you from getting there? Because during mine, I felt like if I allowed myself, I could see for sure, but. Feel like I was scared to go there.
4: Yeah, it's so it's different for everyone. Um, some people just do feel resistant. Maybe there's trauma from childhood. Maybe they're maybe they're they're really gifted and they know that tapping into this is going to open their gifts for them. And they're like, yeah, I'm not ready for all that. And usually the ego, you know, the ego interpretation is never, wow, I'm really powerful, but I don't want to do that right now, so I'm just not going to. <laughs> usually it's I can't do it. I don't know. It's really uncomfortable or it's painful or whatever. And a lot of people, some people are just not visual. I didn't realize for like the first 38 years of my life that aphantasia is like you close your eyes and someone says picture an apple. People actually see an apple. What? I, yeah, I was just trying to see, am I like oh my that? My, and a I can't literal see an picture. Apple? Like the same thing. If you first showed a picture with your eyes open. Yeah. It's like the same with your eyelids closed. And I was like, oh, I didn't know people did that. I don't oh, I start crazy. it's nothing. Wait, yeah. so many, you don't see nothing. So like close your eyes right now. Like if you
1: said Isn't see it? French fries, I could see the
4: French fries. <laughs> Literally. Yes, yes, like actually like too. a picture. Just the same as if someone is that, like yes. that considered
3: a gift
4: or is that normal? It's uh, some people have amputation and some people don't. Um usually people who can visualize really well have a much easier time tapping into their clairvoyance, which is just their ability to see. Mm -mm. But it doesn't mean that you can't be psychic or get Mm downloads or see a past life at all. Because try this exercise. Pretend like you were kidnapped, right? Some guy, I don't know, snatches you off the street, blindfold you, throws you in the back of his car and drives you to the middle of the desert and then opens the door and like throws you out and then leaves. And you're in the middle of the desert now, blindfolded. How would you know that you're in the middle of the desert And like, you can feel into that, right? How did you know you were in the desert if you were blindfolded? The sounds, the sand. The stuff, yeah, the other senses. Yeah. Yeah, the sounds, the right. sand, and you, you just know it's the energy of it, yeah. other, yeah. right? You just know what the energy yes. of the desert is, mm-hmm. and and that's true. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is like people who are blind obviously still have like beautiful, meaningful, very rich lives like through all of their other senses, right? So it's the same principle. Okay. But so many people want to keep themselves small and say, "Well, I can't visualize. Like, I can't humanize. I can't see anything. Like, it's never going to work." But knowingness is is my my strongest gift it's mm-hmm. my strongest clear and so i just know the things like i can just i just know mm-hmm. but trusting the knowingness without the physical like proof yeah. of vision or like an auditory message can be really hard and and actually that's the third group of people yes. um they just know a lot of them are just channeling so their conscious mind is still fully present at the same time that their higher self is present and they're just like working a kind of like in partnership to bring the things forward. Okay. It, it's nice sometimes to have your, your conscious mind present so that you can like direct the session and the healing. Like I really want to know whatever. I always hated my uncle. Like let's go back and I want to know, show me what happened there or whatever. Was that what I did? Um. Yeah. You were more, your conscious mind was present <clears throat> and you were able to Kind of just open up your your body and your own energy to allow your higher self or your spirit guides or whoever to kind of speak through you, which is what I always do because that's what I always do. Yeah, I tend to manifest clients who have that experience. And for a while, when I first started doing it, I part of me was like, "Well, I'm doing something wrong. Like, why is why are they still like they were getting information that was meaningful?" But I was like, a lot of the the different um I don't know techniques or whatever will say, Oh, they're not deep enough. Like you have to figure out how to take them deeper. Mm -hmm. And I actually ended up creating my whole own modality because Mm -hmm. I found that people didn't need to go that deep. Interesting. It's so meaningful to be conscious and present Mm -hmm. as this stuff is coming through. And, and it also makes it a lot easier when you're not in a session like one-on-one with a practitioner, then afterwards, just do it yourself on your own. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for me to get hypnotized. And I really want you to hit me tell
0: me one day. Like, yeah. cause like I, I definitely will re- like not allow myself a lot. It's before, like several
4: times. I mean, I've had a lot of sessions myself too, as a client and I, I don't like leave completely and then come back and I'm like shocked by what I said. Like, okay. I'm so I can, I'm very removed and I'm not controlling. I don't have any control over what I'm saying. But I'm still very present. And the other thing is that for what we're doing, like with trying to see past lives and guidance, et cetera, it's just not necessary. And so a lot of us, like our guides and our higher self, are like, you're, you're not gonna have that experience because you don't need to. Yeah. You're powerful, you just channel it all. You yeah. don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So.
3: so
2: when you do this, like when you were doing Bennett's, like, mm-hmm. can you see everything? Like, how does that work? Like, yeah.
4: So traditionally, with the modality of past life regression. A practitioner will regress. So bring the client back to whatever past life, childhood, whatever. And there's still, of course, an element of intuition, like just intuitively feeling it out and knowing the best questions to ask or like where to lead it. Mm -hmm. Um, But in my modality specifically, I tell practitioners to do whatever they feel called to do because a lot of us are connected and tapped in and we we can either see if you're clairvoyant you're able to see you can like kind of see things unfolding as well or you can just feel into and you just know Mm -hmm. oh i really i really feel called to ask about the relationship between them and them because i just keep thinking i keep feeling that they're whatever that there was some bad thing happened between the two of them so i want to ask that question
2: i'm just okay so because
4: i'm very interested you should have a um, session I'm, I'm, a do right scared. Now. No, I'm a little scared though. You should I'm definitely. Not gonna lie. I'm a little scared though. <laughs> and I, I tell people who are feeling scared and apprehensive that, that, that there's no rush. Yeah. And no, it, I- it can be really helpful too, like if he felt willing, but also I have a bunch of stuff on my YouTube and stuff yeah. that like go, like listen to other people's messages yeah. and watch them and stuff. I think I
3: need to do that. That'd be like,
4: helpful.
2: Like fully educate myself on it because I'm just, I'm like, because I actually, I did it one time mm-hmm. by accident. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that that's what I signed up for. I thought yeah. I was signing up for Reiki. Like, mm-hmm. And she ended <laughs> up doing the past life regression on yeah. me it kind of like freaked me out a little yeah. bit because i was like first off didn't really like well you weren't prepared i wasn't prepared yeah. for it i didn't yeah. know that's what she was throwing at me and yeah. so i was like what the fuck is yeah, this like right. it was a little scary but um so you saw you saw bennett being a princess in the castle yeah. and like not being able to get out yeah. right right and then he saw that too you saw i that? seen
1: that like my- it was like a movie There were some parts that were like a movie. He was telling me.
4: It's really the answer. He was like, I'm in a castle. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. That's what you asked.
2: (laughs) You kind of go in levels. So like you start off, like he said, you did the child thing. Mm -hmm. And then you got
4: past that level. And Mm -hmm. then you're like, okay, we can go to the next level, which is going back. So how far back did you go? Um, you know, so every client is different, but with Mm -hmm. him, I had started off just getting really relaxed and tapping into his body and like thinking about his heart, doing all these things, like bring everything together because usually we're like, brain and logic led, right? The mind. Um, And so trying to bring, you know, mind, body, and spirit all together to like work cohesively. Um, And then I told him to like, think of a beautiful place. It's very open-ended, whatever the beautiful place is. Maybe you've been here, maybe you haven't just taking it all in. What does it look like? What does it feel like? And then I usually have, it's very suggestive in some ways, Mm -hmm. planning the subliminals about now your higher self is here and you guys are going to move together. There's like a breeze and it's lifting you up and it's so comfortable and re- relaxing. So and, yeah, right. it, it's so Yeah, it's really, you know, it's so important that people feel safe because yeah. if they're like scared and tense, you're not going to get anything. When you did
2: that, I like pictured like his higher self like grabbing oh my his gosh. hand
4: and then, Yeah, like floating in the air. Absolutely. Yep. Like, nice. exactly. Yeah, exactly. You pictured it. I you're already back. doing it. Oh, well, I just <laughs> tapped in. You're, Look you're me. doing great. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and he, he still had a little bit of a hard time. And I was like, okay, now you've moved to an important space. Tell me what there is. Yeah. And he, and he was, he was like, I think I'm fighting it. I'm not really sure. And oh my that's gosh, when sure. I brought the inner child in yeah. and you, cause usually there really are layers too. And I talk about this in my course though, mm-hmm. where you can only like move through the things that you've like faced, you've really integrated, like in your current life. So if there's like a lot of childhood trauma or yeah. relational trauma that, Either you haven't dealt with it all, or you think that you've dealt with and mm-hmm. you haven't. It's mm-hmm. you can't really move through that to oh, jump okay. to like your past life as like an yeah. alien or a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> like that's too much. That's yeah, too much.
2: yeah, yeah. When you saw yourself, you like you literally saw yourself as a princess. It, like, I seen princess? I seen
1: myself as a child, pr- child princess, like a kid running through the castle. So it's like, but like everything else I seen from point of view. Yeah, from from his eyes.
2: Oh, like you were... Well, and, were I yeah. Exactly. Yeah. and I think, Yeah, and I
1: think you also asked something about that, like when you were a child mm-hmm. there, and that that's when I thought about like seeing myself running around as a kid there.
4: You actually slipped into first person before I started suggesting, because at first I was like, well, why don't you have your inner child tell us a story? I could just tell that was like a safe, cozy way for you to like tap in.
2: So he was talking this whole thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I... Okay, yes. I thought he was like dead. Like, no you know, he's talking all the time. I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. So and he's, he's telling saying,
0: me what he's saying. When you explained it, like some people who are um like very deep and yeah being hypnotized, they don't remember what they're saying, some of them, right? And they'll just like rapid fire yeah. to start answering her questions. Yeah. So
2: that's why you record it. Yeah. So then yes. that way because they're not even gonna remember in right. exactly. the trance. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? I did message you actually because I messaged you about I wanted to see if there's things that I forgot from childhood. Oh, interesting. Yes, because you do, you did like a special or something, yeah. right? One time, like yeah. on live. Third... Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's you. Yeah, we talked. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so funny. Okay, <laughs> so, and I told you, I was like, I'm really freaked <laughs> out about that. I was aware yeah. that that <laughs> yeah, oh, was messaging. Oh no. No. no, this was like three, maybe a month ago. So oh my gosh. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you were like, You told me something like it's okay, like you know, because I was like really worried about um, what could pop up. That's crazy that
1: you're here. Yo, you know what's even so crazier? I I spoke of it last night.
0: I was talking to my friend, and I'm like, "There's people that do what she does without even knowing that." Yeah, because our guest was sick this morning, and I had my new guest, and I just did this um, podcast special with her yesterday. Ah. Asked her to come as a guest on on the podcast, but I had it yet, and then our guest. Cancelled because she was sick, on the woman Oscar and she could, you know, thankfully she could come last minute. But it's like all connected. It, it's yeah. all synchronicity. That's crazy. Like, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah.
2: And then I was like freaked out, so then I didn't message you yeah. back.
0: <laughs> because she you're lot. here. Look, <laughs> she messaged me a long time ago, and like you know, I was like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do it, but like I was putting it off, and then yeah. I did it. I was just. I never, I never take offense. I no, don't ever think people no, are weird. I'm no, like, no, no, And you were timing. very kind
2: because I had, I straight up told you like I'm a weirdo, just so you know, like. Wait, and you
0: don't remember her messaging you? I had
4: a lot of messages. Yeah.
2: She's popular. She's though. popular. Oh, yeah, she's popular. But the, definitely do it. It's like, honestly, I just, like... I'm, okay, so then is my brain going to, like, Bennett was obviously ready for mm-hmm. what he thought. I was,
1: I you? feel like if I knew that I was going to do it today,
4: okay, she to If yourself. I was
1: going to do it today, yeah. I would have been ready.
4: Oh, okay, guys. But it, got
1: because it was you. on the spot, it took a little while to get there. But yeah. I feel like if I knew what was coming, like, oh, in four weeks, I'm going to sit down and do this, I would have been. Ready to take off.
4: Okay, got it. So, yeah. And he still—it was thirty minutes. I mean, usually it's a ninety or one hundred twenty minutes. Right, really. And yeah. he was fine. He saw—he saw an entire past life. Spoke to his yeah. higher self. Yeah, like a whole thing. He just went right yeah. in there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Where
1: do we follow
4: you? Because yes. you're so popular, Amelia. You could tell us. I, yeah. Right. <laughs> Daily. Daily. on Instagram. It is, is you. Is the best life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A y l e.
0: Yeah, dot yeah. Rose. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, yeah, David. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. It's an honor. All right, it is that time of the week for the conspiracy, mm-hmm. and this week we are doing the conspiracy about Princess Diana, oh, uh, fashion icon, which is also very weird based on what the past life regression for Ben. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Because Hello before
1: weird. the podcast today, I did past life regression, and I found out that. I was a princess locked away in the 1400s. Yeah, locked away in a castle. So yeah, yeah. and it's insane because like during the reading,
3: mm-hmm.
1: she asks, "Why did you bring us to this life, mm. to this story?" Yeah, and it was like because he's talking about it today.
0: Ooh, God, that's crazy. <laughs> yes, it was. What wild. the fuck? <laughs> and and to even have daily on because. She wasn't our original guest this week. Our Mm -hmm. guest who we had scheduled got sick. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ask daily because I had just had a session with her. And I'm like, I was going to ask her anyway. Yeah. And
1: last night I was literally talking to my friend. I'm like, you know, there's people because I was like thinking about my past lives Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to put connections on my own. And I was like, there's people that do this. There's Mm -hmm. people that will literally mediums that will help you find out about your past life. Yeah. Yeah. original special guest cancels in Daly's hair. all That's while crazy. he didn't have a clue that it
0: was daily or that it was going to be anything that has to do yeah. with that yeah and then he got a past life regression session
2: which is so crazy that next day mm-hmm. okay
0: all right so yeah now princess diana she was a princess of wales and she passed away on the morning of august 31st of 97 in a car accident in a tunnel in paris because she was being chased by the paparazzi and They were not held responsible in court, which is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, the paparazzi who were chasing her, they didn't get held responsible in court. So an investigation found that the driver was intoxicated, causing him to swerve and crash in the tunnel. The driver that Princess Diana was using? Oh, the driver of the paparazzi. The driver of Princess Diana.
2: Because in
1: the car was Princess Diana, Mm -hmm. the driver, her bodyguard who survived, Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend.
0: Mm, okay yeah this shocked the entire freaking world there was like two and a half million people watching the funeral and this was way back in the day 97 you guys but um the royal family they were criticized for their reaction and the lack of support
1: because i know there's there was that scene that everybody wanted to see during Mm -hmm. the 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 funeral they wanted to see like the queen how she reacted to diana Mm -hmm. passing by and like apparently when castle went by the queen was just like snood That's weird. Well,
2: I know that there's a lot of conspiracies with that. I think the main one is that the royals had that
0: done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like because she isn't blood, right? She's married yeah. in, just like Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because Princess Diana was like more outspoken, mm-hmm. she was kind of an outcast.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I've heard. Absolutely. And I heard she was like people's princess. Yeah. I hear because she was a
0: fan favorite. A, she was a fan yes. favorite. And yes. the yes. Queen
1: didn't like that. So yeah. what's the
0: conspiracies? Okay. Well, one is the security service connection. The driver was paid off to cause the accident. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if he was paid to cause the accident, like he could get he could die. Yeah, he did die. Yeah. Oh. Then you know, why get paid off? Because you're gonna die. You might you have a high possibility yeah. of dying and he did. Yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh. yeah, that is weird. So then another one is Princess Diana was pregnant with Muhammad Dottie Fay's child, and the royal family did not approve.
1: Of course they wouldn't, because she wasn't divorced from the prince who was I think he was cheating on her. Probably.
0: He, he was cheating on her be. and that's like why they
1: Drifted apart, but they mm-hmm. weren't officially divorced. Ironic. Yeah,
0: um, They were rumored to go public with their relationship the day after the crash, which is That's insane. Um, and then Prince Philip, King Charles, Diana's sister, Lady Sarah, and numerous others were all involved in the plot to kill the princess and her son. Another one is there's no footage of the crash happening, like on any video leading people to believe that it was orchestrated. It definitely like, no CCTV. Like it happened. No CCTV. Happened in a tunnel. It all it just shut off. Okay. And then evidence from the crash shows that there was white paint left on their Mercedes suggesting that there was another vehicle involved. It was reported that a white Fiat Uno, the fuck is that, left the tunnel after the scene, (laughs) left the tunnel after the scene, but the vehicle was never found. Of course, of course not. And then there was reports of a bright white flash just before the car entered the tunnel, blinding the driver. Okay. Okay. Uh, What do you guys think happened? That one's fucking stupid. I think that it was on purpose, somebody caused the accident on purpose and to make sure that she died. Yeah.
2: What do you
1: think? I have my conspiracy on
3: it. I don't here. know. I
2: think that it could go one of two ways. I think that someone probably caused it and made sure that she was dead because that's not a good look. Like right. it's not a good look to have any of that happening. Right. Especially for the Royal family. For sure. Or it could go this way too, where people are like, well, she was so snide when, you know, the body was passing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like she didn't seem to care. Well, of course she's not going to give a fuck. The girl was, I wouldn't say hoeing around because, she wasn't but like she was with (laughs) another man while she was still married to her son right it was her son yeah yeah so like of course she's not gonna give a fuck plus also she was a wild card like she was a fan favorite that's not really what the royal family is about they don't give a fuck about being a fan favorite because they just automatically have to be your favorite type mm -hmm. of thing so I don't know. It could have gone one or the other. Like I think it could have just been natural and something the guy was drunk. And like he fucked up. I don't
0: think he was drunk.
2: Okay, so I guess I have 3. Um I think the other one is that Princess Diana found out about child predator sex trafficking for children something that she did not like and because she wasn't going along with it, they had her off
0: what if mm. she just knew so much and they were probably. worried about her saying something? Oh, probably because again, that she found she, out, but she knew because she was living in the family. For yeah. yeah.
1: No, definitely. At this time, like she was obviously distancing herself from the Royal family. Like yeah. obviously she wasn't in the relationship with the Prince anymore. Mm-hmm. She was doing her own thing. Yeah. So like one, it's not a good look yeah. Two, like, I don't know. Maybe she was pregnant with the baby. Maybe like news was going mm-hmm. to, you know, hit that she was dating somebody else mm-hmm. and she was pregnant, which, all isn't good you know yeah i just don't think that the royal family was they didn't fuck with her at this point like they were not fucking with her but i watched a video of a medium and she said princess diana's laughs at this day at the fact that people think it's a paparazzi oh she said "Happened was i was like it was interesting that they brought up this like white fiat because what the fiat somebody (laughs) the driver wasn't intoxicated somebody like shot him or like shot him with something that like Like a a bow and arrow not like a bow and arrow it was like something that we don't know of some type of weapon that we don't know of that killed him before the car accident like he was dead before sniper like a sniper type of thing Mm. to make sure she was dead and they ended up crashing like that shit. In her last days Princess Diana was very wary She felt like people Were watching her She was like watching her steps To make sure that She thought something Was gonna oh, happen yeah, already You
2: have to remember Like when you're in that She was married to that person For how long I
0: don't know A long time though Probably yeah. a long
2: time She's heard things The walls are probably thin She probably accidentally Heard some shit She wasn't supposed 100%. to Or maybe some pillow Or maybe talk. they
0: just also told her Because they didn't think That they would ever exactly. get divorced Exactly
2: Yeah No totally And she probably was not She was like oh fuck why'd you tell me that now I got the ache I want to go right and then they were like oh that's a liability yeah and what do you do with liabilities yeah. you get rid of them yeah, yeah. it's because it's definitely because she knew
0: something and she was moving on and because our shape probably
1: oh god yeah crazy and that's I just want to say princesses do not have great lives at all, Damn. At all. you know firsthand I, I know firsthand <laughs> from the 1400s <laughs> when I was a princess locked up mm-hmm. like they're not respected at all and they're just there for a certain purpose. And yeah. if you're not serving that purpose, then like-
2: It's
0: there to be pretty does, and make babies and it, keep the royal bloodline going. Mm. It doesn't even matter if you kiss a frog. Um, the other family, besides the royals, it's the- um, The Rothschilds. The yes. Rothschilds, like oh. their, their freaking whatever embassy is ending is legacy. It? Yeah, there's like barely any of them left. And they're like worse than the royal family. I
1: had a Are friend they? who had dinner with one of the Rothschilds. He told her that the day before 9-11, everyone of importance was texted. Do not go to yeah. the Twin Towers. Yeah. Oh. Something's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. So, like, Michael Jackson was supposed to he have, like, a meeting that day. Willingly and he willingly
2: gave that information.
1: I don't know. Was what, he drunk? I don't even know what she was doing at this dinner with this guy. Oh,
2: hell. He had too many glasses of wine. He <sighs> let the secret. But she's, spill. like, super
1: successful now, like her business took off out of nowhere.
2: Oh, maybe because he was like, oh fuck, I fucked up with those two glasses of wine. He was a little pussy and couldn't handle it. And Wait, then- you think the Rothschilds are dead?
0: Well, yeah, because like there's barely anybody left in their uh, generation, like left. Oh, you're saying like the oldest man, yeah, like, but, like they don't the have any men kids. Are, like, they're dying. And, oh shit. And the
1: ones that I see online, they're like
2: old and nasty, yeah. like, weird looking. Yeah.
0: So yeah. And then something I hate about the queen though, that her and I share as a birthday,
2: Oh, do you? Fuck. I feel you because I share a birthday with my mother's abuser. So, yeah. yeah. yeah so we both got that. that
0: that's like damn. A, yeah, she yeah,
2: she just, just slid, slid that in there.
0: <laughs> was like, You're oh, thanks yeah. Thanks for that information. Yeah, didn't I didn't need like, to know
2: that. Damn, yeah. okay. do you want to change my birthday now, mother? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, the fuck? Right? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's the conspiracy. Write us in. What do you think happened to Princess Diana?
1: And, like, what are your thoughts on Princess Diana? Because, like, to this day, she's still so popular. And, and she was still a nice woman, right? People loved her, you know? Yeah
0: just a kind Do you humanity. guys like Meghan?
1: Meghan Markle? I, yeah. think, I think she was in the same situation. I like I think Meghan. think that Princess Diana's son was like, shit, they're gonna do the same thing mm-hmm. that they did to my mom. Yeah. Like I need to get her out of here. Dude, Harry, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he took her and he's bounced. I'm like, good for you, Harry, yeah. good for you. Yep. Because he sees some shit and he actually was the black sheep of the family and said, fuck he this. He was,
2: yeah. And he left
0: and he like actually supported, you know, his wife and their kids. And it was so refreshing to see Harry do that. Mm-hmm. In the
1: medium, you wanna know something crazy she said? Yeah. Their first son is Princess Diana.
0: Archie? Holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder Princess what, Diana. I wonder if they know oh, that. shit. Oh, She reincarnated fuck? into their child. Yeah. Yeah. Harry was like, oh, he misses his mom. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, my goodness.
3: Because like, if you she imagine, was such a good
2: woman,
0: like yeah. that. Could you imagine just being in that family? Oh, and then the brother, no. of his brother, right? His brother was a piece of shit.
2: He is, isn't God he? Damn. Yes, the one that's married to the one that yes. looks like she has a stick up her ass. Yes, her. Yes, her. What's her name? Like Sarah or something? No, I don't know. Some basic bitch name. It's not Sarah. It's um Elizabeth. So I think it's a basic
0: bitch name.
2: And I was surprised oh. that he was even allowed to date Meghan Markle. I know. To be I was honest, because she's black, she's black, right? But yeah. there
0: was a whole thing on that. But it's Kate Middleton. Kate, Kate Middleton. Middleton. Told yep. you, basic, basic. bitch. Yeah. Basic. So no, Kate is a. F- oh my God, she's fake as fuck. Mm-hmm. Cannot. With her but i feel like you have to be fake i mean ew. they met in college oh did they and she absolutely knew who he was and it was like i couldn't even imagine like
1: there's like a photo when they were getting married of her when she first visited the palace and she's outside as like a commoner 10 years later ended up getting married into the palace weird what now the
0: she's like fuck? Royalty.
1: Mm-hmm. well are she still royalty
0: um they're like the dutch duchess of oh
1: they still are yeah she's royalty okay wow yeah wow i think she has a show oh, on Princess Netflix Diana, now that's too royalty.
0: oh megan mark oh, Meghan Markle. oh, oh, oh are, are, we are we talking, talking about?
1: about oh we're talking okay. about kate okay yeah kate is still but royalty. no they're not royalty anymore no. neither is harry yeah they he's cut not, them off they
2: cut them off so how is he making money when they he say
1: he's cut off like He's, he's are, he already well has off. a billion
2: dollars in the bank. Oh, yeah. okay. So he's good oh my God, mm-hmm. yeah. financially wise. Driver. Okay. And then I know I remember like when that
1: whole thing was happening, yeah. like um Tyler Perry ended up housing Megan and Harry because they had to disappear.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's nuts. But I cannot believe Harry actually turned. I'm surprised because it's a royal family. That's mm-hmm. that's love. I mean yeah, that f- that fuck is, that shit. That's what I thought I had. Yeah, no, sometimes love doesn't last. But you know, maybe Harry isn't yeah (laughs) anyhow so okay that's gonna wrap up this week's podcast yay i'm tired (laughs) next week though amelia i'm gonna have you pick the conspiracy okay oh fine it's either gonna be amelia Earhart Uh or area 51.
1: Oh, which one should Ooh. we do? Area
0: 51. Yes. Okay. Area 51. Okay, Area 51. Yeah. okay yeah. let's do it. Let's do oh, it. Because yeah. what
2: All are right, we going to cool. talk about with Amelia Earhart? She drove a plane.
1: No, actually, there's no, a lot Oh, No, you never heard the crab conspiracy? Dude. Or no. how she died? Or what happened? Where did she go? It's no. Insane. It's deep.
0: And okay. very much connected to Amelia Earhart. Really? In your name's
2: Amelia. Yeah. It's Emilia. It's, and her's A. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm Emilia. She's Emilia. Uh, Emilia. Uh, A. Oh, uh, sweet.
0: Emilia. Okay. So yeah, hit us up on Instagram, resilient AF3. Tell us what you think about Princess Diana, what happened to her. Make sure to tune in next week to hear about Area 51 because who doesn't want to hear about Area 51? There's definitely going to be stuff that you haven't heard about. I was like obsessed with it for, I still am, but yeah. I know freaking so much about Area 51. Ooh. And I can't wait to talk about it next week. Um, you can also follow us individually. I'm at Dreas. I'm at Emilia Jackson 94. I am at Bennett knows. And next week, Bennett has on the roster that we're going to start doing. Ask Alex. I know we talked about this before. We never did. But if you have anything that you want to ask me, then hit me up on Instagram or at our Gmail. Amelia, what's the Gmail? Resilientaf3 at gmail.com. Or ask Alex is like whatever you want to ask me about anything. I will answer it most likely. It could be by anything. You yeah. can ask me to draw a card for you. You can ask me about not my last relationship because I'm not <laughs> going to talk about that, but we're going to do that. Um, and- Oh, who's our special guest next week? Our okay. special guest is Luna. Hey, so what's up with Luna? She
2: is missing part of her brain. Wait, what? And she is How? a bikini barista. She's just a bad bitch all around. I, I want to find out right next now. week. No, do you, know, you, you, you I to it. Yeah, next
0: week she okay, will tell Luna. you. Okay, yeah. Luna. She's a bad ah, bitch. She okay. really is. So Luna, she's a bikini barista. She was adopted and she's missing half her head. Yeah. So Whoa. we will hear her resilient story next week. Make sure you tune, <laughs> that tune in. Sounds on- like quite the story. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that's she's, she's missing that's half. a lot. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm being insensitive saying that. No, no, like she's yeah, yeah. No,
2: she's like literally. She. I mean, she's good now. She's got
0: part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll hear yeah, about yeah, it yeah, from yeah. Luna. Okay. Yeah. And All right. It's definitely a story that you're not going to want to miss so clearly because I want to know about it right now. I don't even know anything (laughs) about it. So yeah, Um, next Monday at 8 a.m., of course. So have a good week, y'all. Peace out. Bye.